motherfucker. Look what that money make a bitch do. Mm, 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 mm. What's up? This your girl, The Ebony J, and you're listening to the Unchristian Light Conduct Podcast. Make sure you shop at 879 for all your custom jewelry and accessory needs. We rocking all gold like we back in the 90s. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's Kay, owner of Nita's Hands, and you are now listening to Unchristian Like Conduct. I'm Peyton Satan, and you're listening to the Unchristian Like Conduct podcast. Listen to this track, bitch! Hey, hurricane, go live in a tank, polo grind, gotta borrow your food for this one, baby. That's right. Hey, see, it's our players rock. If I don't like the way that she yanking, then I'ma tell her bye. How you gon' play a player, girl, you know how players rock. Game recognized game, and I've been running game a lot. Never get caught in my life, cross my heart and hope to die. Players rock. don't like the way that she yanking, I tell her bye. Play a player, girl, you know how players rock Game, recognize game, and I've been running game a lot uh-huh. Never get caught in my life, cross my heart and hope to die I play a rock, Yo, I don't think y'all say this really I play a rock Say this I play a rock, say this I play a rock Everything was cool, we was feeling each other uh-huh. Chilling in the jacuzzi, just water No bubbles, you know me, I keep it gutter Hit it until you stutter Then she got to asking me questions like she was undercover Like who was that little chick that I let ride up in my ride I'm a pimp so it ain't nothing for me to think of a lie But I'd rather keep it real and tell her just how I feel Look at here, if you see me with another chick Then it's just what it is You ain't my main thing, I just beat you out the frame Baby, I'm hurricane, you gotta stay in your lane Stick to the script of a pimp and follow my gutter rules And if you feel like you wanna leave, then do what you do Baby, you think I'ma cry just because I lost you? Every time I lose one, I bounce back with two How you think I got you? Somebody got laid out I'm a pimp, I pimp a chicken until shit get played out Say this I play us right 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 Get caught in my life, cross my heart and hope to die. Girl, you know how players rock. She yanking, then I'ma tell her bye. How you gon' play a player, girl? You know how players rock. 
Son, where'd you find this? Hey, y'all, it's your girl Heather B. And I am calling on everyone, okay? Because I just got something to brag about. Unchristian-like conduct? Y'all haven't tuned in. You mean to tell me y'all have not tuned in yet. Listen, it's got to be the hottest podcast out right now. So you got to check it out and tell them Heather B sent you. What's the motherfucking word, man? It's another episode of the most uncensored, the most unfiltered, and the most unapologetic podcast in the motherfucking world, man. It's unchristian like condo with your boy Golo. <clears throat> Let me clear my goddamn throat for a minute so I gotta get this shit right, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's your boy Golo because I'm gonna go to everything I've done, I'm gonna go to everything I plan to do, and I'm gonna go to everything I'm doing right the fuck now, man. Thank you once again for tapping in another week, another show. Straight like that. We 40 episodes in in this motherfucker, man. It felt like it, I just started doing this shit, like, not too long ago. And we 40 episodes in. You feel me? And 40 more to go. 400 more to go. Going as long as I can with this shit, man. And I was supposed to do another IG live show, but I want to do it right. I don't want to just have, just throw somebody on that motherfucker just to do it. So I'm really going to take my motherfucking time and really pick somebody to have like a, 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 a entertaining show you feel me i got a couple of people in my mind but i'm not gonna even announce or say i'm gonna do such and such this week you just gonna know because i'm gonna make the announcement and then it's gonna be that uh but we got plenty more of them coming man uh and we're gonna switch it up for this show instead of going straight into the topic <clears throat> We gonna start off with entertainment news, sports news, and music. We gonna do all that in one in the first part of the show, and then the second part of the show, we gonna get into the topic, and we gonna get into uh, uh, a numerous, a numerous goddamn, you feel me, amount of other topics we gonna get into. But first, man, we gonna get straight into the newest music that I've been fucking with, straight off the rip with it. Uh, Travis Porter, they just dropped a project called Travis States Back on Bullshit. Yeah, you heard it right. Travis Porter back from the motherfucking dead. We ain't heard from their ass since when the last what's the last project they put out? 2012. Uh 16 tracks. Me personally, it was alright. It was alright. I mean it was it was uh, it didn't it wasn't really hitting like I thought it was gonna hit. It's a few tracks on that bitch that I fuck with. Like they like that. I fuck with that. Rappers and scammers, I fuck with that. The hell yeah, fuck. Basically like about the first seven songs I fuck with and then the rest of the album it was kinda like some 
it sound like some throwaways, but my favorite track on that motherfucker is Bounce. That's my favorite track on that motherfucker, but you feel me? They had features from 2 Chains, BRS Cash, Erica Banks, Trap Beckham, and Lil Boot. Uh, so shout out to them, though, for, you feel me, putting out another project. I've been, other motherfuckers been fucking with the project. I mean, just because I'm saying I ain't really fuck with it like that don't mean everybody else feel the same way I do. Like, everybody got their own opinion. Everybody got their own taste in music. But me personally, I give it about a, what's a good rating I can get this shit? I give it about a good goddamn, uh, about a 6 out of 10, bruh. I'm gonna be completely honest. It was about a good six out of ten. But shout out to Travis Porter. Uh, I'll keep doing y'all thing. Uh, Key Glocks. He dropped another single off his upcoming project, Yellow Tape. The Truth. I fuck with that. And he got the other track that he put out um, called Ambition for Cash. And he got another track called Thule that he put out. I fuck with all three of them. And I want to say he coming out with the coming out with the whole album this Friday or next Friday, I want to say. Don't quote me on that, though, but it's going to be soon. And, um, Jay-Z and Kid Cudi, they dropped a track called Guns Go Bang. I fuck with that. It's off of the, the Harder They Fall soundtrack. It's kind of like a Western movie that just dropped on Netflix. I'm not really into Western movies like that, for real, for real, but from what I've seen, the previews and the promos for it, it look pretty decent, so, I mean, I'm not really a fan of westerns and shit like that, but, it's a good chance that I might check it out, just on some, I ain't got shit else to look at, so fuck it, I'ma watch it, but shout out to Kid Cutting and, and, and Jigger, they did with the foot up spot doing the track, like I said, the name of that track was Guns Go Bang, Mario, yeah, Mario, you should let me love you, that nigga, him and Chris Brown dropped a uh, single called Get Back. You're going to hear it during the commercial break. I fuck with it. I remember hearing mixed reviews about it. There was like, some people was like, this is what I expected to hear from a Mario Chris Brown song. Uh, other people was like, they were underwhelmed by it. And I get both sides of it. In one instance, this is a trait that I, when you hear of Mario or Chris Brown, this is the type of song that you can that you wouldn't envision when you hear it, but like, yeah, this makes sense. This do sound like some Mario Chris Brown shit. But on the other side of it, I was under kind of underwhelmed by it, if that makes sense. Because I felt like <clears throat> they could have did, they could have, it, it could have hit harder than it did. It don't, now don't get me wrong, I'll fuck with it. If I didn't fuck with it, I want to put it on my shit, you feel me, on here. But at the same time, it was I was kind of underwhelmed by it because I feel like this shit could have hit harder. This shit could be like they could have made a track that go like number one. You know how uh, a R&B song and it'd be like number one on urban uh, radio, and it's the type of song they'd be playing on urban radio every day type shit. Even though I don't really fuck with the radio and listen to the radio like that, and it's kind of like weird that I'm saying on the fuck with the radio because I'm really trying to. That's the whole premise. Of my podcast, I'm trying to make make it seem like you listening to the radio, which is ironic and which is coincidental. But I don't really fuck with the radio, but I feel like they still playing this song like on urban radio. It's probably spinning everyday type shit because it's that type of rep- record. But like I said, I fuck with it, and uh, in my opinion, like Chris Brown really made me really fuck with the song. Like if it was just a Mario song. Just by itself, I probably wouldn't fuck with it. And 
But shout out to Mario and Chris Brown, man. Like, Chris Brown be saving a lot of these niggas songs just by him being on that motherfucker. This just the kind of impact, and this what this type of artist that nigga is. He can make or break a song. Well, he gonna make more songs than he break songs. I don't really know too many songs where he done been on where he was the reason why the song was trash. It's been the other way around. The song could be I or it could be trash, and then he, he put his little touch on that motherfucker, and then that motherfucker hit. So shout out to Mario and Chris Brown. Like I said, the name of that track is called Get Back. You're gonna hear it. It's gonna be the second or the third song during the commercial break. I think it's gonna be the third song during the commercial break. So you'll have a chance to give your opinions and, and, and see if you fuck with it or not as well. Uh my baby mama got down. She dropped the rap freaks, man. She dropped the track called Rap Freaks. She got down, was trying to do her own little nigga Minaj, like how she did, like her little shit, like putting different artists and shit, different rappers and shit in the song. And I've been hearing a lot of people calling this shit trash too, but listen, like, y'all gotta stop critiquing motherfuckers so hard. Like, y'all be expecting rappers to have Grammy-nominated ass songs and albums when that ain't even the type of music that they make. They they make music for the fuck shit. They make music for the shock value. They make trucking music. They make this and that music. That type of music shouldn't be consumed like, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm really gonna give my harshest and biggest critique on this record. Like, like nigga, you are not part of the Grammy Academy. Nigga, you're, you're not goddamn trying to score this song for a goddamn movie soundtrack that shit is not that serious that, that young miami is not the artist for that shit not saying that she can't make no music that could be on a uh, movie soundtrack because it's movie soundtracks built and made for twerking and, and the type of music that they make but you feel me y'all get what i'm saying like a, a, a real live motion picture movie soundtrack like on some like a big serious movie type shit and grammy nominated songs and well, you, you feel me? Carter B won a Grammy for assembling music. But y'all, y'all get what the fuck I'm saying. But, like, it was motherfuckers critiquing this song like this. Like, oh, my God, this shit was trash. I just need y'all to just shut the fuck up. Listen to whatever type y'all, the music that y'all listening to. You feel me? And, and, and just go on about y'all day. Like, what what were y'all expecting when y'all was heard of Rap Freaks and you heard of Young Miami? What the fuck were y'all expecting? We y'all expecting her to just goddamn bar your ass up? We y'all expecting her to just have these... Fire ass rhyme schemes and patterns and and the hardest shit you ever heard. No, I wasn't expecting it. I was expecting the fuck shit. I was expecting her to say some funny catchphrases and lines and the shit. And that's what the fuck she did. And you feel me? And the shit went number one. The shit got them doing what the fuck it's supposed to do. Cause the shock value hit. She she, she had a um, a purpose of making this shit. It was a, a fun record for the females and all that type shit. She got. Funny catchphrases and catch line catch uh, and lines and shit that everybody making is they captions and shit like that. So she did what the fuck she was supposed to do. Man, shout out to her. I'm not gonna give a rating on the song because, like I said, it's not that type of song. I'm just gonna shout out because I fuck with her and she look good as hell. And that's just that. <laughs> uh, who else then got down? Put something out. Oh yeah, YG he dropped the track called Sign Language. You know, YG, one of my, he and, uh, should I say that? Can I say that? He and one of, he and my top 10 is rapper, of rappers that I fool with. Like, my top 10 is not like a normal top 10 rappers. It's mainly just my preference. 
the rappers that I fuck with the most. My top 10 is not going to have no Nas, Jay-Z, Biggie, Tupac, and all that shit. My top 10 is basically just off preference of who I fuck with all together overall. And he probably about in my in the end of my top 10, probably about 9 or 10. I fuck with a lot of his shit, mostly. I fuck with 90% of his shit. He, like, he a dope artist. And I fuck with, like, I think I said this on a previous episode before. Like, I fuck with a lot of West Coast artists. You feel me? I fuck with the whole vibe. I fuck with the whole, uh, not even just music. I fuck with the, you feel me? The, the dance, the, uh, the dance culture and shit like that. Like, if you follow me on IG, you see me, like, sharing a lot of the goddamn dance crazes and the dance culture from the West Coast. I just fuck with the whole vibe. I fuck with the fashion. I fuck with the music. I fuck with everything. The aesthetics of West Coast in general. That's, like, one of my bucket lists trips is to go to cali or somewhere on the west coast and just like take in that whole culture because i fuck with it as a whole but yeah like i said man shout out to yg i'm thinking he gonna come out with a project because anytime he just throw out like little singles and shit like that he gonna come out with a project um uzi he dropped a track called demon high now I fuck with this. It's kind of different from what we hear from Uzi. It, it kind of gave me prom queen Lil Wayne vibes. This is what it kind of gave me because it had the whole little high school shit like that, and and just the whole. It sounded like punk rap. Like I fuck with it for the most part. Uh, it's dope track, bro. I fuck with it hard. Uh. Big Sean, he, he put out a project called What You Expect. Uh, I ain't really took the time. Well, I lied. I took t- I listened to it a little bit. Uh, it wasn't really no standout tracks on that motherfucker to me, though, honestly. like th- The thing that really stood out to me, I would say, was uh, the visuals that he put out to Lawyer to a Fault. But I haven't really, like listen to it and like I ain't really gave a, it a good listen to be honest so I'm gonna probably come back to that and I first listen I ain't really fuck with it like that but what was the album uh the thug album that just dropped I ain't really fuck with that on the third uh the first listen and I listened to it again and I actually fuck with it so I've been learning to give shit multiple listens before I just listen to it one time and then be like nah I ain't fuck with that at all so we, we gonna see, we gonna see. And, uh, Megan Stan, she dropped a project called Something for the Hotties. I think it's like an EP or some shit like that. Uh, from her archive, from the archive shit that she been holding on to. So I guess she just had a whole bunch of shit that she been holding on to. And she was like, shit, I ain't dropped shit in a while. So we just get it to y'all, get it to the fans and shit like that. And I fuck with it, man. Y'all gonna hear two of the, uh, the songs on there that I fuck with the most during the commercial break. Uh, and it's that all of it, and then it's that uh, the freaking. I feel like the freaking can really be like if she should push, she should push freaking or all of it as like single singles, but I don't think she gonna do that. And she got like a few freestyles and shit on there. Uh, it's 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 a dope project, an EP or whatever. Uh, who else think out down? I feel like I've talked about this shit before. Barbie Smurda, uh, Cartier Lens. I feel like I don't know. Me. 
just need to come out with a whole project before I can just, just, just like really just give my honest opinion about because the music that he been putting out ain't really been hitting. But uh, shout out to him though, man. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say on that. Cause some of the shit that he been putting out ain't really been hitting like that, man. I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. This shit been, I ain't gonna call it trash, but this shit been suspect. For sure. But that's the latest in music that I've been fucking with. And, uh, let's go straight to the entertainment world and see what the fuck. Oh, yeah, NBA Youngboy, he was finally released and shit like that. Uh, Jay Z was inducted into the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He shouted out Dame Dash, even though they've been going through their differences. And then I seen a story where Dame Dash was like, shit, we should squash it. And, and, and uh, he wanted to goddamn call it a truce and apologize and all that type of shit, which I kind of seen that coming. Anytime where you, you have a big accomplishment and, and you and somebody else haven't been seeing eye to eye and during your uh, quote unquote speech or some shit. For the highest honor that you've been given and you end up shouting out that person that you've been not being seen eye to eye it's kind of um a situation where this is my this is my opinion like when you you mean you give motherfuckers your flowers even though you, you, you fell out with them that's a sign of respect and shit like that and he probably like like damn that, that's hard like he ain't he ain't, we ain't seen eye to eye he ain't had to say shit about me in his speech but he had he had the uh the respect for me and, and what I got going on and, and, and what I meant to whatever it is that I meant to him. He had to, he was mad enough to uh, mention me in it. So he probably like, damn shit. We, if, if you mad enough to do that, then we should be mad enough to squash this shit and, 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 and just get to this money, man. So man, hopefully that they do squash uh, their differences and get to this money, man. You, you can make you make more money together than you do apart, bro. And that, and that's going for anybody, not just Jay Z and Dame Jazz. That's go for anybody, bro. You make more money together than you do apart, bro. Uh, as far as entertainment, it ain't really shit that really interest interested me to want to talk about on here, honestly. So let me. Maybe I missed some, so let me go to my notes and shit real quick. Mm. Nah, nothing really. Nah, I lied. So now the CEO, I didn't know it. I didn't know it was the CEO of the LGBTQ, the LGBTQ community. They basically said that the baby is, is good to go, but Dave Chappelle isn't to, uh, good to go. Like, they still on his ass. And now the baby getting all his shows and shit back. Now Rolling Loud got them giving him his whole live show killer tour dates and shit. Now, like, this crazy. And I think it's only been, like, one or two months since the shit first happened. And now it's just, like, the shit blew over. And I, and I told y'all that's what the fuck was going to happen. Like, this shit gonna blow over and he gonna get go right back to what he doing and shit like that but this shit crazy though i don't think this is gonna work on dave Chappelle though dave Chappelle is who dave Chappelle is bro uh, and this probably gonna blow over for him and then huh.
Yeah, like I'm saying, like I was saying, it's probably gonna blow up for him in the next two months or one month too. It's just how shit go. We we are um, uh, in the moment, spur of the moment, as a uh, world, and motherfuckers forget about shit. When you do the next shit that blow up and, and, and it's good content, whether it's music, whether it's stand-up, whether it's movies, the next big thing you do, they're going to forget about what you did. And, and then you're just going back to, uh, you're just going back to regularly, regularly scheduled programming and going back to what you was doing before. Motherfuckers want to have an uproar and, and council culture tours, whatever the fuck you got going on. So, shout out to Dave Spill and the baby, bro. <laughs> uh... Fuck else, goddamn. We gonna go straight to sports, cause it wasn't really a lot of entertainment. That really just caught my eye like that. And I just want to talk about the Henry Ruggs situation. You feel me? That's been the biggest story in sports thus far. Um, y'all don't know who Henry Ruggs is. He was a former wide receiver for Alabama. Uh, he went in a matter of fact. I want to get the whole shit right. I want to say he went in the end of the first round or the second round. Uh, let me see. Uh, I want to get this shit right. Yup, he was the 12th overall pick in the 2020 NFL draft. He, me and me personally this year he didn't have like the he didn't have like a crazy stats wise year to start off in general so this news is kind of like the fact that they released him because of what he did it isn't surprising to me because I feel like they was going to release him even if he didn't do uh, what had happened and what he did do was he was involved in a uh, accident around three o'clock in the morning in las vegas he was uh drunk as hell for better words drunk as the fuck him and his girlfriend were both drunk as fuck he was in his uh what kind of car that nigga got i think it was like a it's a fast ass motherfucking car it's a high-end car you feel me he was seen in a lot of pictures with the car he's known for it's just the car that's associated him the most. I don't want to say the wrong car, but it's a fast-ass motherfucking car. It's a high-end car. It's a specific car. So he was going 165 miles per hour. He got down, ran into um, a, a lady. They don't know the exact uh, ethnicity and the, the actual um, name of this lady, but he she went, went crazy, smashed into her, and killed her. And I think they said she had a dog with her too. Kill her and the dog. 165 miles per hour. And when I first seen the story, I thought, shit, everybody involved in that crash was dead. Because you look at the his car and you look at the latest car, them, them bitches, them shits is total. Them shits looks horrible. So the fact that if you look at his mugshot, the only thing you see is a goddamn neck brace and a fat ass scar on his forehead. And the fact that he was able to still be alive after that is, is wild. And I've noticed that a lot in uh, drunk driving accidents. The motherfucker that's drunk behind the wheel is rarely ever killed. It's the motherfucker that's on the other end of the goddamn accident that, that be killed. 
things and that's crazy y'all like i need to like look into like why is that like why is that the case in all those situations but the whole situation overall is crazy as fuck to me like first thing that came to my head is like nigga like why are you driving 165 miles per hour and you drunk as fuck and your, your alcohol limb alcohol um what do they call that shit it's way over what the fuck it's supposed to do for you even to be driving first of all and you with your girlfriend nigga if you gonna do what you gonna do you feel me like i, I was talking to my homeboy and shit earlier he was like man if i'm if i'm making this much money i'm not even going out and i'm not doing shit i'm doing whatever i want to do I'm going to have a big-ass uh, mansion, and I'm going to have parties and, and, and do all that type of shit at my crib. And that sound good saying that shit and when you ain't in that position. But, shit, you got all these millions of dollars and all this such and such, and, and you in the league, and, and, and you, you rich as fuck. It's easy for you to say what you're going to do when you ain't rich as fuck right now. It's really easy for you to say it. But... These niggas is million ass, bro. These niggas want to goddamn have fun and goddamn enjoy their lifestyle, bro. And it's easy to say what you would or what you would not do. But I know, I know for sure, if I'm getting this much money, I'm having a driver, bro. Because I know how much I like to turn up and have fun myself already. So I'm going to have a driver. And if I'm that fucked up, I'm not driving shit. I'm having a driver already in route because i know i'm finna be fucked up i know me and my lady finna be fucked up so in, in order to, to to cancel out all these tragedies and and some devastating ass shit happening from me being behind a wheel drunk as a motherfucker i'm gonna have a driver goddamn that's gonna solve that first of all and if i'm in the lead like shit i'm gonna at least goddamn get fucked up at a reasonable time of the day, I'm not gonna be out at no motherfucker 3 a.m. Goddamn, in Las Vegas, at that like I'm gonna have. Nah, I can't say that. I'm gonna I'm gonna be smart. I'm gonna get fucked up. Now, nah, don't get it wrong. I'm gonna be fucked up. I'm gonna enjoy what the fuck I got going on, but I'm gonna be smart about it at the same time. And I've been hearing motherfuckers like bring this shit up basically all day, like in in passing and just randomly, like motherfucker like so. What you think about the Henry Rudd situation, man? Such such like it's been the topic like everywhere I've been going and everywhere I turn, somebody bring that situation up, and it's crazy though because one bad mistake can fuck up your whole shit, like, and that's crazy, bro. You drunk driving, you thinking shit. I done drove drunk before. This ain't shit. Like, I'm just gonna drive, get to where I'm going, and ain't nobody gonna find out shit. But it don't, it don't always work out like that, especially when you're going that motherfucker fast, bro. So, it's crazy. I think they gonna handle, bro. I think they gonna handle him for real, especially if she a white woman. She a white woman. I, I pretty much, I'm guessing that she gonna be a white woman. If she got a dog in the car with him, it's just... This sound like a story of a white woman. You feel me? If that's the case, they gon' they gon' handle him, bro. Then you got a DUI charge. Then you had a gun in the car with you. Then you're black. 
then you a football player. Yeah, they gonna handle bro. So man, the whole story and the whole shit just crazy as fuck, bro. And the Raiders ended up releasing him after they. I'm pretty sure they find out enough information. Um. Uh, so man, the, the whole situation in general is just crazy as fuck, man. Prayers to the family of the the, the woman who lost her life. Uh. Prayers to Henry Ruggs, man. Prayers up to him. Prayers up to his girl. Prayers up to everybody involved in the situation, man. This is a fucked up ass story, fucked up ass situation. But this, that's just go to show you, bro. When you get into that money and, and, and you living that lifestyle, be smart about the moves that you make, man. Get a Uber, bro. Have a higher driver, a Lyft. It, it don't make no sense to make dumb decisions. Like that, bro. It just don't make no sense. Cause one dumb decision can cost you your life, and one dumb decision can cost you your career. You was just on the football field catching balls, uh, catching footballs, uh, for a living, making some nice ass money, and now you probably finna be locked up for the rest of your life based off one dumb ass mistake. So, hopefully. These athletes and entertainers and rappers and all of this shit and all motherfuckers that's getting to that money, look at that situation and, and, and learn from it. But more than likely, they not gonna learn from it because we gonna hear about another situation like this in the future. Like motherfuckers don't learn from situations because motherfuckers gonna do what they wanna do because they feel like shit they have a name but I'm, I'm 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 one of them niggas i'm one of them bitches like this shit ain't gonna happen to me i know how to control myself when i've been drinking i drive i drive better when i'm drinking i'm drive better when i'm high you can't tell certain motherfucking shit but until it happened to your ass and you 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 locked up or you in the hospital paralyzed can't move your legs your arms or you you in the you on the brink of dying you holding on to the last little bit of life you got left it ain't gonna hit you until that shit happen to you so uh, for you for you to avoid that shit happening to you bro just be smart bro you know you fucked up you you been out you fucked up you know whoever you with oh you know you're gonna be fucked up man have somebody drive you around bro don't try to be superman or superwoman thinking that can't shit happen to you because anything can happen to anybody at any time at any place you not fucking Iron Man. You not Superman. You not Superwoman. You not Catwoman. <laughs> Fuck around with you. Anything can happen to you at any time, any place, bro. So be smart about what the fuck you doing. Like me personally, that's the motto of how I move. I'm smart about what the fuck I do. Like I'm smart as a motherfucker. Like I, I swear, bro. If it, when and if I'm ever in that position, I, yeah, I, I, I learned from these situations, bro. And that just made me want to move even smarter off real. Let me get millions of dollars and shit like that, boy. I'm going to cherish every moment of it. And I'm going to act like I give a fuck about having it. Because I got motherfucking mouths to feed. I got, I got people to look after. And I'm not going to make mistakes like that. Because it's going to affect everybody in my circle and everybody in my family. But, man, like I said, man, prayers up to everybody involved in the situation. Um, what else we can talk about sports-wise? Shit. I'm not going to get into the scores. 
and shit like that. Uh, I'm just gonna just give my thoughts on uh, certain sports stories. Uh, <laughs> I know the Lakers. Let's talk about the Lakers. The Lakers—they've been playing a little bit better than what they usually been playing. They—they they finally got a winning record at five and three. They um. Uh, won two games against the Rockets. They played a back-to-back uh, in the Staples Center to get the Rockets. They played the Thunder. I'm gonna say tomorrow. They had the five or three record. They LeBron, AD, and Russ. They're starting to mesh and play better together. Uh, Melo been playing his motherfucking ass off, especially in Staples Center. Uh, but I'm just ready for everybody to get healthy and to see the whole, the full squad, like as a whole, so we can see what they're really gonna look like. But it's promising. Uh, I'm liking what I'm seeing. Uh, what else? The Bulls still looking good. They six and one. Who else? The Jazz looking good. Uh, the Hornets looking good. Uh, the Wizards looking good. Who else? There's been a lot of surprise teams so far, bro. But y'all know me, man. I'm 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 locked in on the Lakers. Uh, let me see what else sports wise we got uh, going. Oh yeah, Alabama played LSU this weekend. Alabama need to take these motherfuckers serious. Even though LSU ain't got no good team this year, Texas A&M was unranked when they beat the fuck out of y'all. So I need y'all to be locked in and focused. But I don't think it's gonna really take a lot for y'all to be locked in and focused on LSU because. This kind of like, sort of like how when they play Auburn for the Iron Ball. Auburn ain't always a good team every fucking year, but they take their game serious because they know, you feel me, it's a rivalry. And LSU is a rivalry too, and we, you're playing at home. So, I need y'all to beat the fuck out of LSU. Let's get this dub, and let's move on to the next week. Don't play with these motherfuckers. Y'all can't afford no more losses, and I think they put out the college football rankings, and they number two, Georgia number one. Uh, let me see. Uh, the full rankings is I know Georgia number one and, and, and Bama number two. Nah, not the AP motherfucker. The playoff rankings got down. Yeah, Georgia number one, Alabama number two, Oregon number four. I mean, Michigan State number three and Oregon number four. And it's crazy because everybody in the top four are us, uh, they have uh, been on Nick Saban's style. So stop playing with Nick Saban's name, bro. Nick, Nick Saban is really one of them niggas. He's one of them goats. Everybody that's under him, that, that, that studies under him and become successful in their own way. And whatever team they go to, they thrive. But. Can't none of them motherfuckers fuck with Nick Saban. The only one that recently was able to fuck with Nick Saban was Jimbo Fisher, the coach of Texas and and them, which gave them their first loss of the season. So, like I said, any coach that coaches under him or coaches on his staff, they become successful for where the fuck they going. So, like I said, man, Belma, get on y'all shit, win this LSU game. And let's keep getting these dubs up so we can be, because it's going to be Alabama and Georgia in the SEC championship from what it's looking like. And hopefully, 
we become a better football team by the time we get to Georgia because Georgia ain't fucking around this year. Georgia look like they gonna win the whole motherfucking thing the way they playing. And if Georgia play Alabama right now, Georgia would beat the hell out of us. I'm just gonna be honest. I'm the biggest Alabama fan, but I'm a realist and I I I I, I stick to reality. I'm not one of them fans of a team to where shit. I don't think we could be beat at all. Like we will get the fuck beat out of us if we play Georgia right now. So we need to goddamn build chemistry, build camaraderie. Uh, get 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 our defense playing how the fuck Alabama defense supposed to be playing. Uh, we just need to get these W's up and hopefully it helps us become a better team. So when we do play Georgia, we can yeah do what the fuck we supposed to do. Straight up. Uh, NFL news just off the top of my head. I know they released Deshaun Jackson from the Rams. They be doing Deshaun Jackson like wrong as fuck he shouldn't have been on so many teams over these years they be just throwing this nigga around the league like a motherfucker so in my opinion he just need to go ahead and retire bro <laughs> just go ahead and retire or go to a ch- uh, go to the books i think did he play on Tampa bay last year go to the books or go to a championship contender team go to arizona go to baltimore go to a t- one of these teams gonna pick him up for sure uh, they said Aaron Rodgers had got COVID. So, I think they said they trying to get Blake Borders, which I don't know why the fuck they getting Blake Borders. He's not that good of a quarterback, uh, in my opinion. But, hey, I, they must know something more than I do. But just me, he's not a good quarterback. I don't know why they getting him. There's plenty of other quarterbacks that I can name, like Cam Newton. Or, but, hey, you know, Oh yeah, what's old boy name? They um played for the Broncos. What the fuck that nigga name is? Damn, this I just had a brain fart. Um, let me see. Yo, Von Miller, he was traded to the Rams. Um. So the Rams is gonna be the shit. They released the Sean Jackson and now they got Von Miller. So their defense gonna be Von Miller, Jalen Ramsey. Oh my god. Like, god damn. The Rams gonna be some they're gonna be one of them ones. They they ain't gonna be a team to be fucked with. Uh what else is happening in the NFL? The other thing is, uh, I think that's it, bro. Uh, let me goddamn see though before I say that's it. Yeah, for sure. That's it. Yeah, as far as important shit, that you feel me. Oh, yeah, the Cowboys still winning. They ain't no winning without Dak, Dak Prescott. Who they played? I think they played the Vikings. They beat them. So, the, the Cowboys are on my team that I think is going to win the Super Bowl. Just It's going to be either between Dallas or Arizona. Or, yeah, Dallas or Arizona. One of them going to win the Super Bowl. It's just, this is 
my opinion though and i'm not even i hate the dallas cowboys but they playing they having a hell of a year Yeah, as far as uh, sports news, that's about it. Uh, so, with that being said, we're going to pay these bills, take a quick little commercial break, and then when we come back, we're going to get into the main topic of the day. Well, we got a few topics, so we're going to get into all of them, and yeah. Straight like that, man. Like I said, this is unchristian-like conduct. The most unfiltered, unapologetic, uncensored podcast in the motherfucking world with your boy Golo, man. We'll be right the fuck back, you bitch-ass, bitch-ass little horse. Young Tina Snow, hot girl, but I'm cold. Hey, <laughs> I got blue faces, credit cards, wild transfers. Logging in this bank accounts, got the passwords. I want all of it. Yeah, I need all of it. Hey, hey, I want a scammer. Shout out to JT. He could get it all as long as he got me. Make that shit hit, make them pieces work. As long as he got it, I'm making this shit twerk. I want all of it. Yeah, I need all of it. Yeah. He want a piece of pie, but ain't shit sweet And everything he doing, he know he doing for me I want all of it, yeah, I need all of it, yeah I ain't a gold digger, but what the fuck I look like, fucking broke nigga I'm a motherfucking millionaire, if you want a lame bitch, nigga, go and get a square He telling me to come through, pull that nigga, get me there I treat myself to villas, every trip a private plane I was here, disappeared, played a trick like David Blaine Addicted to this life, I'll never give it up I'm already rich, but on your time, I'll give it up Champagne bottle, I take my time to sip it up Rolls Royce full of rose petals when you pick me up I got blue faces, credit cards, wild transfers Locking in this bank accounts, got the passwords I want all of it, yeah, I need all of it Ay, ay, I want a scammer Shout out to JT, he could get it all as long as he got me Make that shit hit, make them pieces work As long as he got it, I'm making this shit twerk I want all of it, I need all of it What juicy say he like Shut the fuck up Play me some pick mm-hmm. ah. Yo I- We gon' fight when I see you 
that mean we gon' fuck we gon Quit asking if I like it, nigga, let me get my nut He asked what can he bust, told him do it on my ass And if he is a gentleman, then he go get the rag I be making money, we be having sex I see my favorite thing about the nigga is his neck Bitch, I ain't Aretha, don't give niggas no respect we can fuck if you wanna fuck, talk if you wanna talk I'ma bend it over, come and take this fashion over I'll flick on the tip while I stroke it, playing with them balls One for the money, yeah, two to take these panties off Put it all in my mouth, huh? Niggas know I'm on high girl shit, quit asking me what I'm about He say I'm pretty like an angel, when I watch it back, I'm a demon Ay, We been fucking all weekend, I'm surviving out for your semen My attitude getting bad, think I need to be for good Think I need to be fluent. in, Ay, by the back, think you should I got all of this ass, and he got all of that face Kiss me when I come, so I can know how I taste We can fuck if you wanna fuck, talk if you wanna talk I'ma bend it over, come and take this fashion over I'll flick on the tip while I Stroke it playing with them balls. One for the money, yeah. Two to take these pennies out. I'm Tahani, and you're listening to Unchristian Like Conduct. Be sure to shop with Seven Figures, that's S V N F G R S, on Instagram. Hey, it's your girl Love Mo here, and every Wednesday you can tune in to listen to Unchristian Like Conduct podcast. Hey, y'all, it's your girl Kay, and you are now listening to Unchristian Like Conduct. I am the owner of Pop Puff Curls by K Bay and an organic hair care line and hair services. If y'all don't know, now y'all know. So you will know, it will be in stores near you. So tap in and thank you for listening.
Somewhere in a dream Tossing, turning Can't get no sleep Slow down, feel the rush Turn love into lust Baby, one night enough Gotta get back to your body
And we motherfucking back, man. Appreciate y'all for staying tuned. And we finna get right into these topics that I want to get into real quick. And the first question I want to ask y'all and just ask in general is, do men have it easier than women do? If you didn't hear what I just asked, let me... Run that question right back to your air one time, real motherfucking quick. Do men have it easier than women do? That is the question of the motherfucking day, or one of the motherfucking questions of the day. <laughs> and I'm gonna be real, I'm gonna keep it all the way 100. Men do, in a sense, have it easier than women. And it's a lot of different ways I can go with this shit, but I'm just gonna I'm, I'm I'm freestyling this shit right now. Usually I would have some shit written down of like focus points that I want to uh, focus on, but I'm just gonna go straight off the dome and freestyle this shit real quick. First of all, pregnancy like women, y'all y'all go through a lot of shit with the pregnancy, y'all bear children. Me in general, I be I used to think of this shit like all the time, like men like. I'm so happy that I'm a motherfucking man and I don't have to go through the, all that shit like pregnancy, holding a child in your stomach for nine months, just all of the goddamn different emotions and shit you go through during pregnancy, just having a motherfucking vagina, a coochie, a pussy, having all that shit in general, like, it sounds like a lot of shit that you gotta goddamn have maintenance, maintenance over you got goddamn uh, oh my god like uh what am i what am i trying to say uh what's the shit called like the damn just a lot of shit that comes with having a motherfucking vagina man that i'm glad niggas don't have to fucking deal with and we take that shit for granted i'm not gonna lie when it comes to women uh what else? Periods. Y'all have all these periods and shit that y'all gotta goddamn that that fucks with your emotions and, and fucks with you in general. I'm so glad I don't have to fucking deal with that shit, or I'm glad I'm a man and I don't have to deal with that shit. Or uh, what else can I say? Um, I have to deal with a lot of lot of weird stalker, crazy, obsessed. Uh, manipulative ass niggas and it's women out there like that towards men but it's more so more uh common with women having to deal with that and uh from men and 
it's more so even crazier in these times. Y'all gotta worry about a nigga trying to kill your ass if you turn them down and you not trying to get in the time of day or trying to get them your number or you they come up to you asking you for your number or trying to talk to you you got to be careful about how you will talk to a nigga it, 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 shit they might blast your ass and kill your ass right then and there just because you're not they're not your type and that's just crazy to me like niggas is so sensitive and Niggas can't take no for an answer. Like, niggas' pride or to, or they broke the scale on their pride in, in, in these times. Like, and women are the, uh, are, are not, I want, I didn't want to say women are the father there, but women are, they have to suffer because niggas can't take no for an answer. And men don't have to go through that shit, uh, not to the, the extent that women do. Like, they got to worry about niggas following them to their crib, making sure uh, they got to worry about um, are they going to be safe if they at the crib by themselves because it's a nigga out there that's looking at them, they every fucking move so they can goddamn break into their shit and do whatever the fuck they want to do to this woman when they uh, find out that, that they by themselves. I seen a clip to where... This lady was with her dog, and she was on the porch, and shit like that, and then and she went in the crib, and then there was a nigga that was right behind her, he had on gloves, he had on all the type of shit that's, that's leading into some fuck shit, I think they said he had ropes, and different shit, he was trying to break into the dough, uh, trying to break down, bust down the dough, uh, and then the neighbor came outside and he was trying to act like he was watering her garden or watering her front yard or doing some type of gardening shit in the front yard. And I seen another instance where this lady was going to going up to her apartment. Uh, she was running from some nigga that I guess was trying to talk to her or some shit like that. She was like moving fast as fuck. She got in the door, slammed the motherfucking door, and then there was a nigga right behind her trying to, you feel me? do some fuck shit so that's another instance where women go through a lot of shit on a day-to-day basis like being a woman is hard as fuck like i can honestly admit that shit but on the other hand like men have it hard too but we don't have it as hard as women do like men have the responsibility on their shoulders of making sure shit uh is taken care of like uh, they have to provide a label thrown on them in all aspects of life. Like, you either a provider or you a bum-ass nigga. It ain't no in-betweens or none of that shit. Either you providing in the situations or you a bum-ass nigga. And it ain't no if ands, or buts about it. And what else? Um, <laughs> men have it hard. What they have to, they have to have, we have to always have a strong mindset or persona in, re, in, in in the world we can't show any type of weakness so therefore we're not a man like men, men's mental health uh, are at an all time high like motherfuckers is going through a lot of shit motherfuckers has been through a lot of trauma motherfuckers be going through a lot of shit on the day to day but they it can't be shown to their partner or to the world to their family because they gonna be labeled as weak 
And I know it's a lot of women out there that's saying it shouldn't be like that. We should want to talk to your partner and shit like that. But it ain't as easy as y'all make it seem. I mean, it ain't as easy as y'all saying. It's not that easy to do. Like, y'all got to have that relationship. Uh, y'all got to have that foundation. And y'all got to have that kind of uh, back and forth communication with each other for a nigga to just be all out there. Like, vulnerable, no walls up type shit for him to tell you certain shit like that. Because even if y'all do have that kind of communication and that type of relationship, that nigga's not going to tell you every fucking thing in his mental that's been been uh, eating at him a nigga is not gonna tell you every fucking thing i don't give a damn how good y'all relationship is how much y'all love each other ain't no nigga finna just pour all his motherfucking heart out to your ass i don't give a fuck how how uh emotionally connected y'all fucking think y'all is that's that shit if, the, if it's a nigga out there doing that shit, I, I would goddamn command you. I would, yeah, you would, I'm, you, if it's a nigga, it's probably, it probably, is, more than likely, it probably is a nigga out there that's, that's doing it. I, I command that nigga, though, because that's hard to fucking do. It's very fucking hard to do. Uh, what else? What can I, what can I say? Uh... See, off the rip, that that women do have it harder than men because I actually have to think of other shit where men have it hard. Uh, and, and I didn't really have to think about a lot of shit for the women's. But this is not saying that men don't have it hard in some aspects of life, too. Like, both of them have, we have it hard trying to hold up our end of the spectrum and, and, and of life. But women do have it way harder. So, but the reason why I asked that question was I had a a, um, a post that I wanted to go over, and it was from this girl, uh, Tina. Her 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 uh, at name is Tina Queen underscore fifteen. She said, "I hate when niggas want to combat arguments about how women are treated with arguments how men." I fucked it up. I hate when niggas want to combat arguments about how women are treated with arguments, how men are treated. Like, if you want to be a bitch, just say that. LOL. No one has it easier than a man in this world. And that that whole little post, the way she put it kind of triggered me to just, 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 uh, deflect what the fuck she was saying and disagree with it. But I put some time and some thought into it. But like, she ain't wrong at all, but it's just the way that she put it makes a nigga want to disagree with it and that comes when niggas disagreeing with what y'all women say a lot it's just the way that y'all say shit a nigga gonna feel like it's only right for them to disagree because you feel me it's just how some niggas are like you not finna just come for niggas because they are a nigga and they probably might not even do the shit that you talking about but Niggas is just gonna disagree just to disagree just off the fact that you said it like that. If you would have just been like said in the more empathetic and the more reasonable and the more uh fluid way, and more niggas would have probably ag- agreed with that. Even though I seen some niggas still agree with what she said and like the uh the quoted tweets and shit like that. Some niggas still did agree with it, but more niggas is gonna disagree with anything you say if you say that shit in the in the in the wrong way 
because niggas they wake up ready to disagree with shit they wake up ready to argue with somebody just off the fact of how a motherfucker say shit now me in general I, i'm like that to a certain extent i mostly do it just for the conversation i don't really take that type of shit to heart unless you just say some fire ass shit then i am gonna take it hard but i just like having debates and conversations because it is just entertaining to me so more so i'm gonna do it for the entertainment than to actually be really passionate about what the fuck you're saying because half of the time some of this shit don't even apply to me or it don't apply to the niggas they just like to argue it's just you feel me just to have a goddamn whole conversation about nothing but yeah that was the first topic and yeah like i said i feel like women i mean men do have it easier than women for sure the next topic is damn what was the next topic okay it was a situation where um if you watched, I think it was on Love and Hip Hop or some shit like that. Some reality show where, where it was a dude named Willie Taylor. He was, uh, what the fuck was he a part of? He was a part of a group or some shit like that. I want to say he was a part of Day 26. Uh, he used to be a part of Day 26 and he was on there with his wife. Uh, her name was Shalinda, I think. Oh, Shonda, Shonda. So it was a situation to where. He went live on Instagram, uh, basically stating that he had to get away from his kids and his family to, uh, he needed a break to focus on his mental health. And it's a great segue from what I was just talking about in the first topic about where niggas really don't know how to maneuver in life to really show that they have mental health health issues without looking weak. Well, in this case, he went on IG saying he needed a break to fuck with his mental health. So he left his wife and his four children. And it looked like he was on this like little beach, like in a little peaceful ass environment, the type of environment where you go to like, let all your thoughts just goddamn leave your motherfucking physical state and just be washed away in a motherfucking ocean, that type of shit. And that's what type of time he looked like he was on. He looked like he was on some type of beach, some type of island. He basically was saying, like, yeah, man, I don't give a fuck what y'all got to say about me. <laughs> or how y'all feel about what I'm doing. But I know when I need a break, and I needed a break now. I needed a break from everything. He left his, like I said, his four kids and his wife. And it ain't no telling how long he got down. He might still be there right now. But I think this initially happened like uh, at the end of October. Like on the the, the this actual post was uh, from October the twenty second. But I think the actual live that he did was a little bit before then. So this nigga can still be on that beach right the fuck now, or he might have just needed like a week or so. But then afterwards, uh, she went on live and she she went on live and she she basically was explaining like she never had a chance like to receive uh, a break or a mental break as he did and she was battling depression and more so that brought me to the the, uh, to the question of uh, is it okay for if you if a man had well well, how can I let me see how how can I make this as a question (laughs) 
are women's mental health more important? Uh, um, do men have the right to focus on their mental health more than their partner's mental health when they have kids involved? Yeah, that's that's the question I'm gonna go with. <laughs> like, should a man really be focused more on his woman's mental health more than his? And I feel like in this situation, this kind of a tricky situation because I don't know what the fuck they got going on behind closed doors. She might be a crazy-ass motherfucker. Uh, he might be a crazy-ass motherfucker. And in order to uh, bring peace within their situation, they had to, you feel me, separate it and, and take a mental break. I don't know what the fuck going on in the household, but from the outside looking in, if you got kids involved, bro, you just gotta goddamn man up and just just get through that shit, bro. You got four kids, and you gonna take a break from your family, bro. I mean, it's bad enough that if this your wife and you wanna take a middle, I mean that's it's it's that's bad, but it's more understandable to uh to do that than when you got four kids and you wanna take a middle break, nigga. Yeah. You should have thought about that when you got down, had four kids with this woman and shit. You should have known having four kids was going to come with some shit that's going to fuck with your mental health, nigga. Like, if that was the goddamn problem, you should have just kept your dick in your pants, my dog. You just got to man up and, and, and do what the fuck you're supposed to do. But at the same time, like I said, I don't know what's going on in that household, man. So, it ain't my place to really judge the situation, but... I'm just giving my opinion from the outside looking in. And that just brought me to the question. Like, in, in that type of situation, is the man allowed to focus more on his mental health than he did on his wife's mental health or shit? You think about the goddamn kids' mental health. They probably thinking, like, what the fuck going on with uh, dad? Is he tripping? Like, you got to think about, like, nigga, situation just crazy. So, I mean... And you got, like, shit, postpartum depression. Like, nigga, she probably done went through that shit times four. You got four kids. Think about what the fuck is going on with her mental health, bro. She probably done went through it, shit. And on top of the fact of the shit that y'all been going through personally within the relationship, shit. From what I had seen and uh, when I seen them on, uh, I think it was on some Love and Hip Hop. That nigga was cheating and all that type of shit on top of postpartum depression and you cheating and you fucking around with other women and shit, man. Yeah, it ain't no telling how the fuck she was feeling. She probably was thinking about taking a goddamn self out the game, bro. So, just me personally, I'm not. I'm gonna build a platform up to just always be on nigga size and always have. My topics more so suited toward the niggas. Like, if I feel like women, if a topic is more so suited towards uh, or, or in agreeance to women, then it's gonna be in agreeance to women. And I feel like this is another topic to where n- the nigga you should have just manned up and just bossed the fuck up and just did what the fuck you was supposed to do, bro. You don't take no mental break from four kids and your wife, bro, because she still stood there. Through all the shit that you put her through, cheating and shit, and ain't no telling what other shit you did. She just stood 
on her goddamn ten toes and, and was a woman about it and a strong mother about it and still got nothing deal with the fuck she was supposed to do. And she still with your trifling ass. So within that sense, this shit the women up two and oh on these topics. I'm trying to think about what other topic uh I wanted to get into. I can't even think about that shit. Uh hold on. Damn. I think shit. I done got down. I done got down. Uh, said some shit within these two topics, so I don't feel like I need to talk about nothing else. But I really wanted to do three, for real, for real. So, uh, let me see. Damn. Damn. I can't even think what the other topic was, bro. Oh, hell yeah. The other... Hell yeah. Yo, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, the, the third and final topic that I wanted to get into was... Uh, I really thought about this from... Uh, what interview was it was the Wale interview that he did on the Breakfast Club and they were talking about the foundations of a, a successful relationship and the foundations of a successful marriage and Charlemagne he said something that really like stuck out to me and, and, and kind of stayed with me since that interview he was kind of he kind of said marriage is within the premise of seed and soil uh, in order for your relationship in order for your foundation to grow you gotta goddamn put uh, seeds in the soil and water that motherfucker it's a marriage or a relationship is just like gardening shit in order to keep that goddamn garden up to par and to keep that shit looking pretty and, and prosperous you gotta keep watering it you gotta tend to it everyday and you can't go no days without uh can't go no days without you feel me keeping it up and, and paying attention to what the fuck going on and that's the same way with marriages and relationships and, and it was having a discussion about where Wale was like he's been he's been seeing more uh about marriages failing than they are succeeding and me personally like the whole seed and soil uh analogy really stuck with me because a lot of relationships don't have that foundation to where you feel me one of y'all is the seed one of y'all is the soil y'all come together and hopefully which y'all building will grow and multiply and, and, and your relationship will do the same and I feel like a lot of relationships and a lot of marriages are one-sided you got one partner that gotta be the seed and the soil, and they gotta be the one to water the motherfucker, and they want that gotta be the one to tend to the motherfucker plant that you put that the seed and the soil came from. They gotta tend to the garden. They gotta make sure everything up kilt. They gotta make sure it's looking pretty. They gotta do everything. Everything is one sided. It's just just from my me from on the outside looking in. Now it is a few marriages that I am. Uh, rooting for and that I do fuck with it's a lot of couples that they it looks like they doing it the right way but you only know what the fuck you see you not with them behind closed doors 
And I told some of my uh my homeboys, my brothers and shit, I'm like, hey man, you look like y'all look like y'all doing the right. Like this is where I want my marriage and my relationship to look like. It's what y'all doing. But I always get a sense of they look at me like nigga. This shit look yeah, we we making this shit work because nigga, that's what a marriage is. We making this shit work is this what the fuck you supposed to do? You gotta But yo, man, like I was saying, man, like, shit, relationships ain't easy, marriages ain't easy, no matter how easy that shit look, man, it takes two, not no one-sided ass effort, and that's what I've been seeing in a lot of situations, and, and even in situations that I, that I've been in in the past, this shit, it's gonna take a, it's just me being a real nigga, I'll take accountability for it. A lot of situations that turned sour, like I could have did shit better, and shit probably would have worked. But everything happens for a reason, and I just learned from them situations. So the next motherfucker that I'm with gonna get the best version of myself. I'm not uh, bringing past scars and past bullshit from previous relationships into the new relationships. That's what, that's what I feel like. The next. Woman that only is gonna get the, the the best version of me that they can possibly get because shit, it's just it's accountability. You feel me? I take full accountability, even if I shouldn't uh, take full accountability in previous situations and relationships that I've been in, just because I'm a real nigga. Like it was, it's the saying like, uh, in order for relationships to work, a nigga gotta fuck with the woman more than a woman fuck with the man in order for these relationships to succeed and shit I feel like a lot, in a lot of situations when a nigga feel like a woman ain't really fucking with him how he fucking with her he not gonna keep holding up that end of the, the stick and the end of the bargain trying to, to hold the, uh, some niggas will to keep that relationship together and that's just been me like if I feel like the woman that I'm with ain't fucking me fucking with me as hard as I'm fucking with her and the relationship that shit dead that's why I be like the nigga gotta fuck with the woman more than the woman fuck with the nigga to, 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 uh, to keep that shit going but like I said, man, I'm saying all this to say this, man, in your relationships and your friendships and your marriages and just in, 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 in working together in general, man, it got to be collective and a, a collective effort. Y'all got to be pouring into each other as much as possible for that shit to keep growing and for that shit to keep multiplying to bigger and greater things, man. And... We getting old out this motherfucker, man. That, 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 it, it's time to, you feel me, lock in, you feel me, lock in and and, 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 and do what the fuck you're supposed to do as, as a person, as an individual, uh, all that shit. So, that, that whole interview, just, that whole conversation just stuck with me for real, for real. And if y'all want to, uh, as a matter of fact, I'm going I'm to probably play a clip of the, uh, that interview. you probably going to hear it before this or probably after this. I'm probably going to put a clip in to give y'all um, a little preview of what I was talking about. But if y'all want to look at that interview as a whole, like I said, it was a Wale interview on The Breakfast Club. It was a really dope conversation, a really thought-provoking conversation. And, 
And like I said, that whole seed and and soil analogy that Charlemagne got really stuck with me in the whole um, conversation the Wale's saying about how more marriages are are um, aren't lasting more than they're succeeding. That really stuck with me too because there's some truth to that. But that just goes to saying like the the negative shit is gonna over. Uh, it's gonna over saturate the positive shit. So I think those were the three, the main three topics that I really wanted to to shed some light and really get into. Um, I feel like it's another one, but I feel like I really just, I really. Got off what I wanted to get off for this episode. So, man, like always, man, I appreciate y'all for tapping in and tuning in to another episode of the Unchristian Like Conduct Podcast. Support everything that I fuck with, man. The merch, the show, my books, uh, um, more shit to come. If you know, you know. If you don't know, you'll know soon. And like I said, man, it's your boy Golo because I'm the god of everything I've done. I'm the god of everything I plan to do. And I'm the god of everything I'm doing right the fuck now, man. I'll catch y'all next week. Straight the fuck like that. Yitty. Seem like it's such a difficult thing. And that kind of like validates what my, my perspective is like, yo, isn't marriage like why everybody be like marriage is so hard. You just got to go work on it. So why am I making my life harder? Like, like being a black person in America is already hard enough. So marriage, you, I'm gonna make my life harder. Like, it's well, I think be... there's a lot of benefits that come with that too. What are the benefits of marriage? Um, the stability that you have. I'm married. Oh. I know two married people. You not married? I'm not married. Huh? I said you not married. Oh, kind of. Right, don't you got somebody significant? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you married. What's the what's the what's the what's the benefits of marriage? I'm, For me, both yeah. I love I love stability. I love having a, a a partner that I know is 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 down for me, and you know we we complement each other. And I think the problem with marriage is somebody looks to be the dominant, and somebody looks like somebody people feel like somebody got to be the dominant, and somebody has to be the person that's yeah, not dominant. That's, an old that's bullshit. That's, that's bullshit. It should be seed and soil, Bro, seed and soil. because seed and soil come together. They 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 grow something grows from it, and it bears fruit. That's the way it should be. Seed and soil. Seed and soil. And it don't matter who the seed, don't matter who the soil. But I also... So what do you think? But listen, I also feel like, because I'm not married, right? But I also feel like I don't have to get married. And I don't have that pressure to be married just like you. Now, do I feel like I could be with somebody forever? Yes. Do I feel like I have to get married to do that? I don't feel like I have to. I'm not saying that I never would, but I don't feel the pressure to do it. But but, uh, did you you get to answer the question on what marriages? Um... Well, there's some tax benefits, from what I hear. Oh, so you're talking about money now. I just, I like, and I love. And then even if something should happen to one of you, you know, there's that. I love but having I somebody also, to go But home I to. also feel like it is a business proposition at the same time. It's an arrangement, right, where you guys, under, because you have to sign paperwork. When you're saying what, see, it depends. So, see, that's what I'm saying. When you say words like arrangement and paperwork, it is. I feel like it, yeah, it is. That's exactly, that's why I feel, it takes But it some, depends. So but I wrote this, I wrote this, or, I wrote this on May 22nd. I don't know, at 3.38, I don't I must have been in the club. <laughs> most people ain't married, and most marriages ain't happy. 
So think about the percentages. Where you got that from, though? Where do y'all, y'all, I hear people throw you that out. That's not true. No, no, the divorce rate is, is skyrocketing. And the, and the happily married rate, I'm going to read it to you. Go ahead, though. Yeah, no, go off. But Kane. then the thing, but while it is Did right, you get though, I got y'all flowers. That's my flowers. Thank you. Thank you. Take that. They're beautiful. Thank you. 86%, the vast majority of people, 86% describe their marriages as either very happy, extremely happy, or perfect. That's after you take first the 60% who are divorced. First of all, first of all, when you, <laughs> first of all, yeah, that's that too. First of all, when anybody says anything is perfect, they're fucking lying. Nothing is perfect. That's Nobody, not true. It can be perfect for you. No. That's not true. They probably just got married. They, well, they, they probably answered that question live from the fucking honeymoon. Yeah, um, look, nothing, perfection is unattainable. So. That's what That's I'm saying. Right. So when they say perfect, I'm already throwing that shit out the window. Extremely happy? Maybe. I bet you it's new. I think as long as you're happy the majority of the time, you want the good to outweigh the bad. And there's nothing in life that's always great. I just always hear people who not married saying how bad marriage is. How the and fuck I always y'all know? See, I always see married. <laughs> I've had married women at shows saying Uh-oh. stuff. I've, I've, I've had... Uh, friends that have been married that be like just... Have you slept with a married woman, Wale? Lord no, have mercy. No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a homemaker. <laughs> no, I respect the bond of marriage. What about if you didn't know till after? No, I'm ass. You asked that? I'm going to ask. Okay. I'm going to see. I'm what are see, other questions? I'm going to see you... if the ring finger got a little, like, little paleness to it. <laughs> what are some other questions that you ask right away? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what matters to you? Because you say you ask if someone's married. What else matters? Shoot. Maybe my bar is under the devil's bed, man, because I don't really know. Like, I don't really know what I don't have. You've been hurt. Yeah. You got trust issues. I got, there I go. You got to deal with your own internal stuff it's before tr- you even exactly. deal with somebody else. But you probably hurt women else. as well, right? I hurt because I'm hurt, like, in a way. Because I know, like, sometimes I don't feel worthy of certain people sometimes. And I just, like, I just need my, like, space. I get really isolated sometimes. Mm-hmm. Really by myself, like I, you know, my friends call it. <laughs> my man, they be like, "You going back to Gotham?" And then that basically is like when my when I be in a crib for like three days. In the back cave. And, it, and it's, 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 there's no light. It's just I just be watching TV, smoking weed. You know what I'm saying? Like but that happens in marriages, though. That's why you. Every, I don't know, everybody got man. different spaces. I just feel like I. The just, wife need me time. I feel like need I'm me the time. type of nigga that just be needing space sometimes and just needed like, you know what I'm saying? And marriage just feels like. A job, like I just feel like a lot of people that's married. It always feels like it's just gonna, it's always ending soon. Like so many people that you think you got a perfect relationship, that should be over, you know, eventually. But you know, it's okay. Marriage I licenses should have to be, get renewed in like every ten years. I've heard that before. Yeah. You know what's so crazy? You said uh, you, you described it as a job, but they also say that if um, if you love something, you'll never work a day in your life. But just find the right person that you are actually in love. Another one, and another one, and another one, and another one. Hey, 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 let go. Look up, Mason. How'd you go? Hell, my fat ass. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, 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 I need a fat ass with a fat ass car. Walk in the club, I'm a fat ass star. Yeah, man. Yeah. 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 Ye
at the ceiling with glad bag. I'm about to blow that and load my fat Talking balls over bad bag. And my bitch, she keep hyping me up. Hey, she say it's the belly for her. Let go. Hey, bitch, I'm big, but I'm trying to get a little bigger. Split a hundred mil with my niggas. Throw a little money on the script. Suck on the dick the only way I tell. If you ain't got feet in there, you ain't no milk. We be floss, I ain't talking about them. I remember we used to trap out of room. Hey, Mimi with Biggie and Pop, nigga, I'm trying to pay that crib with a fat ass car. Walk in the club, I'm a fat ass star. With a fat ass roof, the description they gave was a fat ass shoe. Walking with a black guy, got a fat ass. Tell the whole suck on that dick while I cook me some noodles. Show my ass like I got me a tooth. And my new stick, Freddy, bitch, cut like it's crude. Tell a bitch that I'm having chips like bugle. All my ops, pussy, just type on computer. Fuck that, walk down in a fat ass hoodie. Tell your bitch, let me play with that fat ass pussy. And you better not slip on my fat ass. Break down the fat ass wood, smoke some good ass cookies. This shit here is I gave her my Spend this shit on the op before I pay for her body. Before I pay for her body, put this shit on the bitch head. She sucked the dick. Break a neck in the bag. Lot 23, like I'm sponsored by MJ. Sam Sit 2's ripped through like a runway. And the trap never closed. Still open on Sunday. Gas, I'm rolling up red tape. And I spend with a Smith like my first name, Devante. I'm early, I feel like the lunch lady. My niggas be gunslanging. Get money, shit easy. Made a lot this easy. Tell her, shut up and please me. Fat ass crib with a fat ass car. Walk in the club, I'm a fat ass star. Don't play with me, little ass boy. I keep a stick, that's a fat ass toy. I be gon' have my fat ass. I'm in the trap with a beat with a fat ass. Like a fat ass ball, I smoke this all the fat ass.